on today's McKnight's Market Leaders podcast. By using the technologies we have out there, the already established technologies to make that data accurate, to to make it easy to connect, that's where we're going to really win. Through this partnership, we've collected over $400,000 in outstanding AR and increased the net collection rate for this nursing home by over 4% in just six months. I have personal experience in the ability to leverage data to fuel new research. And that can really drive better clinical outcomes for patients, for residents, for family members, but also can drive improved outcomes for the operator itself. Welcome back to the McKnight's Long-Term Care News Market Leaders Podcast, where industry experts share their insights and seeds of success are planted. You've tuned in to the Reimagining Senior Living and Long-Term Care series and our latest installment, Tech Synergy, Cost and Time Savings Through Integrated Solutions. I'm McKnight's Executive Editor, Jim Berkland, here with my co-host, Bharat Montero, General Manager, Senior Living and Long-Term Care with Matrix Care. With everybody probably getting a little eager to warm up and get into full spring bloom, Bharat, don't you find it's a bit fun also to be thinking about new possibilities? I mean, in senior care and long-term care, that includes thinking about some of the possibilities, the power, if you will, that can be found through strategic collaborations. Absolutely, Jim. You know, a new year, a new season, it really brings new possibilities. And today I'm really excited to share with our audience how Matrix Care is partnering with experts in the industry to bring holistic solutions together to really help operators improve both clinical and financial outcomes. So, really excited. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because we have a pair of great colleagues here to discuss just what some of those things are and, and how to bring them to life, frankly, if you will. We welcome to the pod Jack Fitzgibbons, the CEO of Assembly Health, and Eric Silverman, Vice President of Technical Services at Matrix Care. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us and welcome. Great to be here, Jim. Glad to be here also, Jim. Bharat, we're finding that interoperable technology partnerships are critical to how providers deliver care and operate successful businesses and financial benefits and, and even the help with staffing challenges are out there with the right tech stack, of course. So Bharat, how about this theme of the EHR as a central hub to enhance collaboration? You know, Jim, you've nailed it. This is 100% accurate. The EHR is really the backbone of a care provider. And as an EHR, it has obligations to provide a seamless experience between itself and the various technologies that an operator may be using and becoming that kind of source of truth for the operator. For this to happen, there are really two very important things. One, strategic partnerships with the technology companies, with the solution providers, and two, the fluidity of information or what we call interoperability, right? So if we can start with the information being fluid and the ability to connect to different solution partners, let's start with you, Eric. You're a critical member of Matrix Care's interoperability initiatives, and you're faced with an ecosystem of solutions that are broad and diverse. What are your views on how the EHR can and should support a rapidly growing market of technology solutions? Well, thanks, Brat. You know, so first of all, the first thing that comes to mind here is where possible, we have to use established data standards 
there are there's a ton of different ways to connect uh, to to send data and to to share different data, but there are standards in a lot of fields. So we have to start by thinking about that. The other way to do it is have offering multiple methods to connect that data. There's there's you know you've got all these different technologies, APIs and and data warehouses, all these different things. You've got to offer a lot of different methods to support those that diverse ecosystem. You know, customers really they really want to they really want to connect what they want to connect, and so we've got to really find ways to give it to them, give them those uh, methods to connect. You know, if you have a marketplace and you've got a lot of different partners and you've got strategic partners, there's there's just no end to the number of partners out there. Um, so you really really have to make it easy. I can't stress that enough because if it's not easy. It's it's not going to be adopted. So the more the more barriers brought that we have to entry, the more unlikely they are to connect. Think about something like, I was thinking about you know you've got different browsers, you've got Chrome, you've got Edge, you've got Safari, and they've tried to make it really easy. But what I found when I when I use these technologies is when one of them is making me log in and do stuff, I'm like I want to use that one. I want something that's simple, but I also got to have the connection to all those different platforms. So by making by removing barriers to entry, by making it simple, uh, you're going to make more adoption. And you're going to make it so that uh, people can use those technologies effectively. Because you know what, time Barat, is the biggest barrier. We have limited amount of time and a limited amount of t- uh, time to do the things we want to do and what our customers want to do and what what providers want to do. So you can't take away time. So that's kind of what I found is the most important thing. That's really great points, uh, Eric. What the one thing they say they're not making more of nowadays is time, right? So we got to work around that. So, so we can see how the right integrated systems can really help save time and money with more efficient workflows. But staffing continues to be another issue. Now, Jack, given the ongoing staffing challenges, what trends do you see in the industry regarding the outsourcing of both back office and clinical roles? Yeah, thanks, thanks, Jim. And, and, and again, really, really nice to be here. So uh, during COVID, you know, COVID, as ever, all the listeners know, just absolutely shook the nursing home industry. And there's a lot of press and attention on the clinical care that residents receive. So a lot of focus and attention around staffing shortages of, of floor nurses, DONs, clinical roles. But I think um, what, what the press didn't necessarily cover, but was a acute critical issue of nursing homes, was back office staff. And so coming out of COVID and uh, now in 2024, we continue to see and observe a critical staffing uh, shortage amongst uh, back office staff members of nursing homes. This includes BOMs, billers, MDS coordinators. And uh, these are roles that are absolutely critical to make sure that a nursing home uh, is well oiled. Um, And so that's where uh, Assembly Health really plugs in and provides continued support for nursing homes that they can continue to function and, uh, and survive. Definitely something people have to keep an eye on, eh? Now, can you elaborate on the advantages of offering integrated solutions that leverage EHR data and revenue cycle management expertise? Absolutely, Jim. So as part of our process, so effectively what Assembly Health does is we take on the full back office support, the financial services aspect of a nursing home. And uh, that industry term is, is revenue cycle management. So we're a revenue cycle management provider. Um, as part of our process, um, we do a, a robust AR assessment. So we'll, we'll go in and we'll work with our matrix care partners and we'll ingest data from the nursing home, financial data, to understand how a nursing home's performing. 
And a, a benchmark that we use is a term called uh, net collection rate. So the, uh, of the, all the dollars that a nursing home should receive or be reimbursed for, what percentage are they, they actually collecting? And as part of this process, um, you know, some nursing homes we observe are doing a good job. That means they're collecting 95 to 99% of, of what's owed to them. Um, but other nursing homes through this process will observe they're, they're actually not doing a, a good job and they're leaving a lot of money on the table. They could be collecting 80 cents on the dollar, 85 cents on the dollar. And uh, through this process, we help educate uh, nursing homes around the benefits of outsourcing their, their back office to a third party uh, provider through Matrix Care to Assembly Health. And uh, just tying into the theme of integration, um, how we achieve these re results in the high net collection rate is really um, based on our collaboration with, with Matrix Care. You know, Matrix Care uh, is the EMR and we're the revenue cycle management provider. And we work really, really well together uh, to achieve these collective results. That's fantastic, Jack. So you touched upon kind of two of the important things you talked about staffing challenges and how assemblies partnering with Matrix Care to really help our operators kind of the back office side, but also the important thing about the revenue cycle. And the key phrase you used is ingesting data. So let's, let's kind of pivot over back to you, Eric, you know, um, from a technology perspective, from an integration perspective, how do you see the role of interoperability, proper integration, um, to support kind of staffing challenges that an operator has? I mean, to be specific, what strategies can technology companies follow and leverage to help our operators overcome these headwinds? Yeah, it's funny, Brad, ingest the data. That was the first thing I, that was, that was what I keyed in with what Jack said as well, uh, you, you know, ingest the data. And, and that's, that is a key, a key piece to it. I said it before, I'm going to say it again. It's got to be easy to, the, the workflows have to be easy. It has to be easy to connect and maintain. And that data has to be accurate. And, you know, by using the technologies we have out there, the already established technologies to make that data accurate, to, to make it easy to connect, that's where we're going to that's where we're going to really win. You know, and a colleague of mine shared uh, another example of, you know, think about think about Facebook back in the day. They, they brought in things like Candy Crush and Words with Friends. And once they did that, it just boom. I mean, those applications and all the usage of those things just boom. It was so easy. It was just there for you. You didn't have to sit there and try and figure it all out. It was just there. You might put in a might put in a password or something and that's it. So making things like making those technologies so simple, you stick in the password or even not even needing a password because it's all integrated. You have things like SSO to make that uh, to make that happen. It's funny how I think about SSO. And when you think about what is SSO, it's, it's saving someone having to click and type in a password. But it's not just about that. It's about, oh, all I have to do is click here. I'm in. I'm in. And that is a that's a huge advantage. That's a huge differentiator to be able to just click it and you're in. Nothing else. A user doesn't have to think about anything else. You know, some other things that come to mind also, like voice technology, um, areas like that, making it so, again, ease of use. All they got to do is talk in and give that information by talking into their phone or whatever device it is. Those are the kind of strategies are, that are going to make these things easier on our staff and make it so that staff will want to use the technologies. That's the world we live in today is, is a world where it's got to be easy. And if it's not, they're not going to use it. No question. Great points, Eric. I'm trying to think if you're talking directly to me, wanting to make things easier all the time. But I realize that we're all in that 
phase, I think, too. So, so Jack, let's get talking about some uh, feet on the ground, I guess, real-world examples. Can you share some real-life examples or success stories from communities that have benefited from an integrated approach like this with their financial services? Yeah, so we've hit the street and we've collaborated with uh, Matrix Care to identify homes that, that are in need of our financial services. And I uh, just want to share a couple uh, real-world examples, some clients that we're working with. And one was a community that was uh, that had a biller that was really struggling with uh, with managed care, and and you know the rise of managed care. Now we see over fifty percent of Medicare uh, being paid by Medicare Advantage, and this uh, this community had an old school biller who just wasn't equipped to bill uh, with managed care payers. Um, so as a result, um, we engaged, we plugged in to take on. Uh, revenue cycle management for this home. And through uh, through this partnership, we've collected over $400,000 in outstanding AR and in, in, increased the net collection rate for this nursing home by over 4% in just six months. And in speaking with the, the administrator, the administrator said, look, the, I only wish that we signed up with uh, Matrix Care and Assembly Health sooner so that we could get these financial results uh, faster. So that was that was one community. Uh, you know, another client of ours um, was was in a dire financial position. They uh, got the bad news that not only did their head biller leave their job, but the entire back office decided to get up and leave all in one week. Um, and so we we plugged in, um, and and what we saw was this this team was doing just a, a poor job with revenue cycle management, and their net collection rate was 70%. That means 70% of every single dollar that this nursing home should be paid for was actually getting paid. And through this partnership, we increased their uh, net collection rate to over 98%. And we collected over $600,000 in AJR in less than one year. The president of this nursing home said, uh, look, our facility wouldn't, wouldn't be here. We probably would have not survived without partnering with Matrix Care and Assembly Health in addressing these these core issues. Well, I'll tell you, with numbers like that, uh, it's hard to argue. That's that's a strong case, that's for sure. So, Barat, how about some closing thoughts on what's next for integrated tech solutions and maximizing your EHR data? Yeah, thanks, Jim. You know, I do personally believe that data is the new currency. And strategic partnerships like the one we have with Assembly Health is really the way forward in this new world. And in order for all of this to kind of come together, integration, seamless experience, interoperability are the kind of defining world for us, if you will. Um, and I have, I have personal experience in the ability to leverage data to fuel new research. And that can really drive better clinical outcomes for patients, for residents, for family members but also can drive improved outcomes for the operator itself. Uh, and none of this will be possible if, again, I go back to the opening and the theme of our, our podcast today, which is having the right partners and being connected, being integrated with them so as to offer a seamless experience to the entire ecosystem. 
Absolutely right, Brad. And as I like to say, sometimes one plus one does equal three, meaning let's combine our efforts, right? And that's good math, right? So uh, no question, integrating, working together and making the most of such rich EHR data are winning strategy for providers. So we hope they pick up on that more. We want to, again, want to thank Jack Fitzgibbons and Eric Silverman for joining us today and bringing us all this in some very real terms. And we want to thank you for listening to this edition of the McKnight's Long-Term Care News Market Leaders Podcast. We look forward to seeing you again next time. In the meantime, please check out the rest of the episodes in our Reimagining Senior Living and Long-Term Care series in our archived installments wherever you get your podcasts. On behalf of my co-host Bharat Montero and our entire production team, this is Jim Berklin wishing you good health and outstanding days ahead.